Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, T. Rhodes here, ESFL Week 10. Thursday night football is about to kick off here in about 10 minutes. Five, yeah, 10 minutes or so. Uh, I'm getting ready to eat some pants at Canton. Nobody else has called in yet. I would like to talk about a couple of big contests at this week in the ESFL. Uh, let me look at the... I had them memorized, but Manning Face and Houston's not that not that remarkable. Rhodes and Drink and D Crown Holder has some remarkability to it, but I wouldn't call it great. Pardue and Wally's, that's okay. Texan Bruisers and Frost. Eh. Schwartz and eh. Cav and RJ. Very important game here. Seems like Cav's been in them all year. What's going on, Bruce? Okay. Seems like Cav's been in the important games all year long, man. He's got one this week with RJ, don't he, Bruce? What? Cav's in another important football game this week. No, I didn't even look at it. He plays RJ. He's got a two-game lead with three to go, but... Hmm. I'm eating pants at Canton. That's good stuff. Right out of that bag. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, you like that, huh? You buy it? Yeah. You got caught. You got busted eating it for breakfast one day. Yeah, I eat breakfast. You always do, or just at one time? If I don't eat that, I'll eat uh, ramen in the cup. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll eat it in a cup. I'll put it under the... She's got, like, one of those Keurig makers. Mm-hmm. I just run the hot water through it. Set it on that medium-sized cup, fills up enough water. Let it cook yeah. about three minutes, put some sriracha hot sauce in I'm cold, boy. But that shit, the problem with... Uh... Ram you, man. In about 30 minutes, your gut's growling, wanting more food. This <laughs> <laughs> pants that it takes a couple hours at least, man. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That damn mouse, that mouse ate about four bags on us, didn't he? Ate something. You remember he you? got to four of our bags? Who do you play this week? I got the uh, divisional game, D-Crown Holder, chasing my ass. 
Mm. Yeah, I got Crown Holder, and then next week I got Wally's Texas Stars, who's one game behind me right now. I see this as a must-win for me. If I don't win this one, I might not win another game this year. What? Where's Josh? You talked to Josh? Well, I was texting with him a while ago. An hour ago. I ain't, I ain't talked to him. He didn't have much to say. No, who you play? Jayma? Oh, my God. That's, you got a, Have you conceded the division or what's going on? You're going for blackjack? I just said line up, buddy. I'm not even watching it this Sunday. I'm not even watching football. Hmm. I'll watch the Mountaineers on Saturday. But I ain't watching NFL Sunday. Why? I ain't watching it. Tired of it. Already? Yeah, tired of losing. Tired of the stress. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of stress, man. Sick of it, man. There's a lot of stress. There ain't no doubt about that. I play with people that just absolutely blow up on me, have career days on me. Yeah. Can't stand it, man. Yeah, it pisses me off, man. There's no way you shouldn't have waxed the table with that Manning face team, man. Yeah. It should have been easy. Same thing for me the week before I lost to that mutt. I think. Tell you what, he beat me last year and this year. You know what he's going to get next year if he's in the league? He's going to get me in week one or two when I ain't got no buys and no injuries. That lucky <laughs> motherfucker. We'll see how he does then. <laughs> Dude, Mike Wallace had like the best day he's ever had in his life against me. Yep. You know why? How ironic. Yeah, that's the way it worked because you you fucking big on him last year. Would not give up on him. And then you play him this year and he bust, bust your ass, man. I guarantee you if you had had him in your lineup this this week, last week, he wouldn't have did shit. No. That's enough to piss me off, man. I, I will admit for the last two years plus whatever's went through this year, I've had good luck. I've had pretty good fortune. But the previous years, like five years before that, I didn't have it. I mean, I will admit, I, like last week, I had no business really winning. I ended up with 160s or something. But Zima had no business beating the guy that's in second place behind me. He beat him. I mean, I've had a lot of good luck this this year. I ain't got no luck. I noticed. I've been in that situation, man. It lasts it lasts years. I've had good luck the last three years, man. I put up. It's not like I 
you know, put up 120. I scored 175 points. I know. Or that would beat him seven out of the nine weeks this year, you know? Yep, yep. <laughs> it's awful, dude. Or you'd, you'd, if you had put up a 131, okay, if you had if you had to put up one thirty one, he he would still would have got a one thirty nine or one. It wouldn't have mattered. If you'd put yeah. up two thirty, he'd had two seventy. It's just the way your luck is this year, man. I didn't even look. Did he get the high fifty? I think so, man. Hold up. <laughs> yeah, he got high fifty, man. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Never make fun of another team. Never talk shit about another team. Never can talk shit about a player on another guy's team, especially one that you used to have on your team. Mm. Let's see, three weeks in a row, man. You had a... Oh, no, that's him. Oh, did you see the insider? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You play Igama. Let me go bring that up and read that to you, okay? Insider. I'm going to skip right to your game, okay? The Blitz and Zombies, 3 and 6, are two games behind the Igama Sweaty Palms, 5 and 4, and the Helix Division. So this week's matchup between the two is a huge one. I think the Zombies have all but conceded division crown to Igama or Vile, who's 4-5, and five, and, are, and is hunting for a blackjack. Currently, the Zs are sitting in third place in the blackjack race, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so here's listen to this down at the end. The Sweaty Palms have filed a grievance with the league over the Blitzing Zombies name and logo. Their grievance states the team name and logo violates the team name and logo of the Sweaty Palms, which is also a zombie. (laughs) They wish the league to force the zombies to change their name and logo. Commissioner's comment was, it is apparent the league has two teams with zombies as their mascot. It's not allowed in the league. Don't know how it slipped past us. So the ruling is, the loser of this week's game will change their (laughs) name and logo. (laughs) So there you go. If you want to keep your name, you better win this one. Yep. Let's go look at your uh, scores. You had a 205 last week, a 224. The week before, Pardue dropped a 200 on you. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't have won anyway. I mean, (laughs) you wouldn't have beat many teams. You had a 134. Yeah. Then the week before, you got a 153. Yeah, that's not going to win too many times. Then the week before, you won with a 178. Your opponent, 136. 
Then you had a 229. I mean, it really ain't bad luck there. I mean, if you're looking at it. Last week, yeah, and the week before, but... Because you talk shit about Pardue. You know he's going to put a double 100 on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> don't you know it? I got to... I got to... Hey, I don't, I'm not running away from my hot take. I said it. I got I to gotta ride it out. Yeah. Well, you're blackjack. You're, well, I think you're in third place. The problem that you might have, yeah, you're in third place in blackjack behind Pardue and the cats, Billy Cats. I can't be behind the Billy Cats too far. No, you're not behind none of them too far. Fifteen thirty-eight for them. Fifteen thirty-three for Pardue. Fifteen twenty-two for you. It's anybody's game. Mm. The problem you could run into is Igama and Vile. Igama is five and four. Okay. Personally, you would be better off this week if he beats you. If you, if he's five and four leading the division. And he's got 16.05 in points. Vile is one game behind him with 14.12 in points. It would be devastating to you if Vile wins that division. Because Igama will be highly mm-hmm. likely to be taking that blackjack. But yeah. you can make up. You're 100 points behind him now. If he lost two or three, two of the next three or whatever, you'd think you might be able to close it. But that could be a problem. You'd probably be better off when he beat you this week, which is kind of odd, man. But you'd be better off hoping that you both scored 200s and he wins. You cannot let him not win that division. If if he does if he does not win that division, you're not making it probably. What is this? This is week 10, right? Yeah. After this week, you got two left. There's three more weeks left. Five and four vile. I mean, and I'm, and I'm two games out of the division, right? Yeah, yeah. I have to win out, and vile's got to at least lose one more. And and it's more complicated than one more, right? It's more complicated than that because it's there's division games left in it. So like, if you win out, Igama's guaranteed to lose this week. And Vile's guaranteed to lose one more time because you play them each one more time. Yeah. So they're each guaranteed one more loss if you went out. So let's say you'd go six and six. <coughs> Vile and Igama would have one loss each because you did that. So it'd be four and six, five and five, and then they play each other once. So one of them is going to lose another one. So, you know what I'm saying? It gets complicated. Uh, six and six might win your division, and you could do that if you went out. But the problem is, if you if if Igama loses this week, you'll be four and six, and let's say Vile wins. He'll be five and five. Igama will be five and five. Well, then Vile plays Igama the very last week of the season. So he could take that division if it was tied, and in week 12 he won. You'd be in bad shape, I would think. 
I would think that you would not be getting a blackjack if Igamba did not win that division. Same thing up in the Orion division. Now, Calf looks like he has a comfortable lead. He's 7-2. and two. Second place is 5-4. and four. But there's division games here. Cavs 0-2 in the division. RJ's 2-0. and 0. So if somehow RJ can win two of the next three and Cav loses out or RJ wins out and Cav goes 1-2, and two, RJ's going to win that division. And that would screw you too because I guarantee you you're not going to catch Cav in bike no. points. He's got 1,700. So that blackjack makes it very interesting, and it would be even more. It might take something away from divisions if we went to the two divisions and added one more blackjack. It would add a lot to it too. But the three divisions, your problem in your division, you guys might not even have somebody with one record. Then Igama would probably be getting a blackjack. And it would be between you and Pardue and, and whoever made another late run for the second blackjack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Really, I don't like week three. Three weeks left is too far out to be looking into it too much because there's so many scenarios. But what we can say is if certain people, like if, I, if Cav wins this week, and RJ loses, then Cavs in. That division's his. If Orange Crush wins and the Cats lose, the Orange Crush have clinched the division. If Manning Face wins and the Bruisers lose, they can clinch the division this week. If Rhodes wins and Wally, uh, nah, he's still two with two to how's, go. So how's that, the playoff format go again? Three division winners per conference. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah no, I got that. But who plays who? The team with the best record gets to pick their first-round opponent. Oh, that's right. That's right. I don't remember if it's best record or most points fielded from the best division winner. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> I think it's best record. So then that would leave the other two teams to play each other. If they don't pick by the deadline, which is like Tuesday morning at noon or some shit, then it goes based on uh, points only. So the best, the best, the division winner with the most points would play the playoff team with the least points, or they can pick. Like last year, D. Crownholder didn't pick. He won a division, but he didn't pick. He didn't put his pick in, so he ended up getting picked for him. Yeah, so you got a lot going on in your game this week. Do you want he got to win? Not really, because he's playing you. But then again, if he if you beat him, that puts you in peril for the next two weeks, right? Well, not necessarily because I – if he loses, I don't think – if he loses and Vile wins, I think there's a highly likelihood no one to be over 500. Uh, well, yeah, there's a chance of it. 
So I'd still be in the well, same position. Well, one of them would have now. to be. One of them would have to be Bruce. Okay, so let's say you beat. Oh, they play each other. That's right. They yeah. Play, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So one of them would have to get to six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if they both lost this week, there's a you could have that happen. If if you beat Igama and Vile gets beat, whoever he plays, let me look. Then there's a pro- high probability, in my opinion, that nobody's going to get six. Could get to six because there's two left. Igama would need one more. Vile would need two more, and you would need two more to get to six. Who's Vile play? Mm-hmm. Psycho Billy Cats. Mm. You got Igama, tough game. He, he's got the Cats, tough game. That division's going to be interesting, man. It, this week's going to really add to how inter- If Igama wins, Vile loses, it's going to. It's not very interesting. Because both of you's going to be. You're going to be three out. Vile will be two out with two to go. You'll be eliminated if Igama wins this week. You'll be eliminated from the division if he beats you. Vile will still have a chance. He'll be either two out or one out. But if you win the game, it's going to make this last two weeks in that division interesting, man. Well, that's a good look at the Helix. So, I mean, what would you th- would you rather knowing that? I know you, know you don't want to lose. You know what? Even if I won out, I'd only be six and six. That's right. And they could be six and six. One of the, both of those could end up six and six because you would beat them, and then they play each other. So one of those teams is going to be six and six. Igama would could be six and six. You could be six and six, and that's the way it could still work out. Yeah, we still have to be. You say you have to be over five hundred. No, you have to be right? five hundred or better. Oh, five hundred or better. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I say you have to have a winning record. It's it. That's really an error. I mean, it's just something I'm used to saying. But I, you know, really, it's five hundred or better is what the rule says. I got to rip off three. That's all. I got to <laughs> hope for that. All right, let's say and, you and did, I need all right? Help. And I need help, though. I still yeah, need help. Yeah. yeah, let's see what it would be. You'd be 6-6. Six and six. Uh, You would have to be – who you got in your division? I mean, what games you got? You got – I have Vile. I don't know. Vile and – Vile and Swartz. So you got one more. So you would be get two wins in the division if you won out. So that puts you at three and one for division record at six and six. Igama, let's say he finished six and six, he'd be one. You'd you'd have the thing over him because he would have beat Vile, but he would have lost to you. So he'd be two and well, he'd be two and two, and you'd be three and one. You would win the division. So if you went out, Igama beats Vile, but finishes six and six because he loses. He finishes to get one and two from here on out. So if you beat Igama, Vile beats Igama, you're going to make the playoffs. You're going to win the division with the best division record. As long as Vile don't win out and go seven and five. 
Because we're having him beat Igama. No, we had him lose to Igama. That's right. So I'll say it again. If you went out 3-0, and you'll be 3-1 and in your division. Let's say Igama beats Vile. He'll finish 6-6 six and six and be 2-2 two and two in the division. Vile will be 5-7 and seven or whatever it is, and, not, and he's out. You'll win the division with the best record. Division record, 6-6. Six and six. So looking at it that way, yeah, I think you'd want to win this week. But again, if you if you win and then he Igama loses again next week and the week after, you've created a problem, although you would be a chance to win the division and get in. Yeah, it's complicated too. <laughs> If you finish two and one with a win this week, that would be not good. You know, I know our record indicates we're probably like the worst division in the in the in the league. No. But, no. but, and I haven't looked at it. I think if you look at the points fielded against us, I don't know about Vile, but I've had some balls put on me. Well, let me I, look at it real without quick. Look, without, without looking at it doing the math, I venture to say we probably, as a division, we probably have one of the highest points filled against us, all three of us let combined. Me, well, let me look, let me look at it. Uh, first of all, and I know you're not big on these, but let's look at victory points. And that takes into account your wins, which is kind of irrelevant. But it takes into how many times you've scored above the league average and other stuff like that. So you guys are 34, 24, and 20. The Orion division is 45, 24, and 28. So Pardue's in last place up there, and he's a 28. You got a 24 and a 20, so he's better than both of you two. He's not. He's the only team's not better than is the guy leading your division. Their their second place team is equal to your second place team, so they're a better division than you by that. The other division is a thirty-two, thirty-two, and a six. So Swartz, of course, is six. He's worse than everybody. But I would say your division is the weakest based on victory points. However, we can't use that as a guide only because it's using you're getting like two or three victory points for a, a win. Right. So we got to look at other things. So points against 13, 28, 46, 30, 4, 30. Let me go do it. It's going to take me a minute. I'll just add them up. Igama, 15, Pardue has got 
points scored against him like a mother. 40,288. 40, that's 400. That's 350 points less they've had scored against them in your division. And then let's look at the Quasar. 1372 plus 15. Yeah, Pardue's had got bombed, man. Plus 18. Now this one's going to bring you down. Poor Swartz, dude, had 1,800 against him. Jesus Christ. That's unbelievable. 4,761. So it's Quasar has had 4,761 scored against them. You guys, 4,614. And the Orion, 4,288. <laughs> Schwartz has got bombed. 1831, the next closest person in the whole conference is Pardue at 15, no, is you at 1561. You've had the second most points against you in the conference. Schwartz has got 1831, and you got 1561. That's a big difference. He's been yeah. getting bombed. And you, Although you are second, there's like three three other teams, and you could even say four that are right there next to you within 10 points. So like you're standing out, you know what I'm saying? After week four, I think I was talking shit about how I had the most points against me. I think I was four and one or three and one. But now I think I got the least in the whole conference. Shit just changes, man. First three or four weeks, everybody was bombing my ass, and I was still getting lucky and winning. You got anybody playing tonight? No. I got this Terrence West. I need 15. I'd take 10 from him. That's a sad state when you take 10 from your running backs, ain't it? Yeah. And there's a lot of teams that that, that will take 10 from starting running back these days. No, I... Hold on. I'm sorry, I do. I got my kicker. I thought they were playing Oakland tonight. Never mind. I, I don't know. I don't even have the Oakland. game on. I thought Oakland was playing Cleveland tonight, not Baltimore. I don't even have the game on. You uh, got I got, Justin I got Tucker. Kicker. <clears throat> yeah, you got a kicker, and he's got Terrence West, same guy I got, going against you, and Zachary Orr, linebacker. Where are you on the road? No, I was. I got home today. Did you win any money in that basketball fan duel? No, that was close, dude. Just out of it. I wasn't close, man. I was way off. I was just out. What happened? I had someone in my lineup, dude, that even played. Oh, really? Yeah, he wasn't out when I put him in the lineup. He wasn't even questionable. I don't know what happened to him. So you just finished out of the money? Just out of it, yeah. Then I played yesterday, and I got fucking so beat bad. 500-something won. I had 210. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I noticed about that? You need every guy to compete in that. In football, 
you can finish in the money if you have a guy or two that doesn't do a whole lot. But yeah. that basketball, you better have five boys getting points, man. Yeah. Did you inspect the lake today when you got home? Mm-mm. I ain't been down there. I thought the first thing you do is go out and do your walk around. I probably will tomorrow. I got. Make sure nobody's got a trot line out there. Reagan having a um, veteran day. Some something school tomorrow. It's like a breakfast, and she wanted me to go. So I'll have breakfast with her at school, and then they have some kind of assembly for the veteran or something like nine o'clock. And when I come home, I'll go down there and check her out. You gonna wear your uniform? No. Well, it won't fit you because I've seen a picture of you from back in the day, and I seen you a couple months ago, and it's not gonna fit you. <laughs> <laughs> mine ain't gonna fit me either, man. I got mine hanging in a closet, pressed, ready to go. <laughs> I yeah, was, I was on. Uh, in, I was sitting in the. Uh, Philadelphia airport this morning or this afternoon. I saw the Villanova girls basketball team in there. Dude, there's yeah. a bunch of Amazons, man. Jeez. <laughs> Did you go talk to them? God, no. No. But I wanted to see you how I stacked up against them. I <laughs> see how tall they were, so I stood up and walked past one of them. She was she about four inches taller than me. <laughs> really? And uh, how you know it was filling up? They had their jackets on. Yeah, and shit. they had their gear on. Yeah. I think Kentucky plays tomorrow, man. Who they they play Villanova, don't they? Or no, they play. Uh, who was it? We said, man, Seton Hall, or you said like oh, some bum. George no, Washington. It, it wasn't Seton Hall. It, it was like Sam Houston State. Something stupid. I'll look it up, man. <clears throat> there are two games on tomorrow on that aircraft carrier, I think. Stephen F. Austin. If they, if they play it, that's the two years in a row they canceled it, ain't they? What? Because the court got all moist or something. Oh, I don't know. I know that there's there's two good games on tomorrow. Kansas plays. Somebody. And Arizona plays top notch team. Kentucky plays Michigan State on November fifteenth. Where at, Rupp? I don't know, probably a neutral site. Madison Square Garden. Mm. I wish that thing would scroll across. Oh, there we go. Then they play Arizona State, November 28th, UCLA, December 3rd, North Carolina, December 17th, Louisville, December 21st, and then conference play starts. They got another tough schedule, non-conference. Louisville, North Carolina, Valparaiso ain't no joke. Valpo, they're usually good, right? Yeah. U, uh, UCLA, Arizona State. 
Michigan State. That's non-conference. They got some mutts in there too, but. Dude, I, I really think they're good this year. The last couple of years, I ain't been too impressed when I seen them playing. Well, two years ago, I was when I watched them play in that tournament overseas against those pro teams. Yeah. When they had Carl Anthony Towns and all them boys, they should have won the title that year, dude. They had a good the team that the year they only lost one game to uh, uh, Wisconsin in the in the oh, yeah, yeah. final four. They should have won it that year. But bef the teams after and a couple before that, except for the John Wall team, I have not been impressed. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm impressed with this team. These boys, if they run up and down the floor like they're capable of and they got some shooters that can shoot, I don't. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a good year, man. I think they're going to be another Final Four team. I I, I like that they got. <laughs> They got some good players, man. And they're deep I, on the bench. Though. They're going to play eight guys. I saw something on Twitter today. Uh, I don't know who put it on there, but something about um, Duke being the overwhelming favorite to win the title. Who they got over there? They who did have some recruiting cast class this year, I think. I don't know. I don't follow Duke, man. But yeah, they're they're always good. I, I, I mean, think they had the number one recruiting class this year. A lot of those guys are bust, man. Like yeah. Kentucky had some guys last year I thought were bust, man. What's his name that you was talking about the other day when you was picking your fan? Yeah, I'll have a <laughs> what a joke, dude! <laughs> I don't know how he's even in the NBA. He, he he's not long. ready. If he if he's ever going to be ready, it's going to be five years. That guy's so skinny. He's got he can shoot long range. That's it. That's the only skill he had. He had a good jump shot, but he's a big. He playing inside. <laughs> he ain't shooting from out there. I wasn't. I, that guy was a joke, dude. How's he in the NBA? I don't know. His size, I guess. Man, I was in the. I was in the hospital yesterday sitting in a uh, waiting area. I had a problem with my shoulder. There was a guy in the Air Force, a uh, major, that was standing there. They was giving a briefing to the – somebody was getting a tour of the hospital. This guy had to be seven foot four his damn self, this captain. <laughs> damn, what a big a monster. He wasn't like a stick. This guy was a big son of a gun, man. These girls and women that was in that tour, dude, they look like little kids, man, standing next to <laughs> <laughs> So that guy should be in and not Skyhall Abazir, I guarantee you. That boy was big. It's funny, man. These little captain girls walking next to him, man, they look like fucking stuffed animals. <laughs> and he's a big dude, man. Do you remember that big guy, that tall son of a bitch that was in, uh, you might have been gone already. He was down in uh, Hydro, about seven foot tall. Mm -mm. He was pretty cool. He was a staff sergeant. He was running Hydro. We had a meeting every Monday. We'd have a meeting down there in the flight office, right? He, everybody else techs and masters. And then you got the captain. Remember that captain female? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so he was there when he, she was there. He was he was there, but so I think he was probably there. You just don't remember him. He was like seven foot tall, man. But uh, we was in the meeting. We're sitting on the couch down there in in uh, Van Duzer's office, it's like six of us, and she's sitting there giving the, a briefing, sitting at the desk. Van Duzer was gone for the day or something. She gave her briefing and shit, 40 minutes worth of crap. And then she asked, does anybody got any questions? And he starts asking shit, right? He starts talking. He's sitting right next to me on the couch. He starts talking, and, and she's, like, just staring straight ahead right at him, man. Like, right at us, like, not listening. You know what I'm saying? It's just like he talked for five minutes, and finally, in the middle of his sentence, he's like, you're not even fucking listening to what I'm saying, are you, you fucking bitch? <laughs> And he just kept talking and talking. He didn't he didn't hesitate. He just kept saying that every once in a while, dude. He'd mix in some stupid shit about cussing her out, man. I was about to shit my pants. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And she just kept staring straight ahead. And finally, he quit talking. And like 30 seconds went by, and he said, okay, anybody got anything else? And he's like, he looks at me like, yeah, what fucking bitch, what did you listen to what I was saying? He was told her, man, one of the first things he said, it mixed in, it was going on and on, and he's like, you ain't even fucking listen to me, are you, you stupid bitch? And then he waited like <laughs> half a second, he starts talking about that other shit. She never budged, man. <laughs> when we left, I said, dude, that's some ballsy shit right there. He said, I can tell by the look at her face, he ain't, she ain't paying attention to me. I said, I still wouldn't have done it. <laughs> That dude was like seven foot tall, man. Remember, he used to come in the shop. He'd have to that door over there we had by the, you come in by the, where you first come in the door you first ever came in. You remember that day? Yeah. That door there, he'd have to duck to get into that. You don't remember him? The only guy I really remember that was um, in our flight was um, the guy from Fuels, Mario. Dadian, I think, was his last Yeah, yeah, Mark Dadian. Yep, Dadian. I remember him because I was deployed with him. Yeah, yeah, I know Dadian. I actually saw Dadian two years ago, man, over at Shields. Every time I'd see him, man. Well, not now. He was telling me then he was leaving, going somewhere. But, yeah, it was like two or three years ago I saw him in Shields, man. He's still big beef head? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I was deployed with him in uh, England, man, for that Iraq bullshit, the second one. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, he's, he's the one we, uh, we'd have mail, we'd, we'd come in on swings. I was like flight chief on swings. It sucked, dude. It fucking sucked. I didn't know none of these people. There's like 140 fucking people out there. I was like in charge of. It sucked, man. And plus I had to ride the launch truck. The truck, we'd pick up shoots, drag shoots and shit, you know, when the planes come back. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd have to deal with these other fucking people, man. So it kind of sucked. But he'd help me out a lot. So anyway... Uh, there was another guy that was in fuels 
that we was always giving hell to. And every when I'd come in on swings, there was a big long bench where people would line up for a roll call. And then I'd give my briefing what was going on, you know, do roll call, whatever, briefing. And then everybody could go get their mail off that bench. It was a mail bench, table. Mm-hmm. And uh, dating's like, he come to me one day and he's like, because everybody would go and just grab the mail. And then they'd say, hey, they call out a name, right? And, and sometimes they'd read the customs card on it. And, ah, oh, yeah, you got this and that, man. You got cookies, whatever, you know. Everybody just be grabbing everybody's shit, reading it off. So Danny's like, hey, why don't we buy, I don't remember the other fuel guy's name. We'll call him Steve. I don't remember. Why don't we, why don't we go on the Internet and order Steve a, a penis pump and put it out there? <laughs> <laughs> I said, dude, I said, I don't know what the customs card will say, man. He's like, you know, it's got to be something somebody's going to read out. And I would be the one. That, that day I would say, I'm calling out mail today. I'd come up with a reason. Y'all was making a mess, whatever. And then I, some of them I would read the card, right? I told him. So he ended up ordering a penis pump for this Steve or something, whatever. <laughs> so like two weeks went by, and I'd I'd come in, and I'd always look through the mail for it. Look for through the, all the boxes and shit. And then it come in like two, three weeks later. So <laughs> after I did roll call and gave whatever the shit I had to say, whatever I, they told me to say that day, and then I was like, all right, today I'm I'm going through mail. We've had a lot of complaints, people's shit getting shook up. Well, I made up some shit. So I started calling out mail and shit, and I, like the third or fourth one, because I wanted everybody to be there. <laughs> I called his name out, and I was listening up, looking at the customs, and I was like, Fireman's Toy. Because <laughs> that's what the customs card said. <laughs> it said Fireman's Toy. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's a Fireman's Toy? He's like, I don't know. Who's it from? And we was like, uh, from so-and-so. And one uh, lady was like, hey, ain't that a p- adult toy store? <laughs> and I was like, I don't think so, man. He's like, I think it is. So everybody's like, yeah, that's an adult toy <coughs> store, man. You got a fireman's pump. Let's open it. This is they grabbed that shit from him and opened it. It was a big old red penis pump, man. <laughs> everybody broke out. Everybody lost control, man. He's swearing up down he didn't order it. No, I'll give him hell about it, man. <laughs> that was good shit, man. Fireman toy. Why the hell are you going to name a penis customs card for a fireman toy? <laughs> I think it laid on that bench for a week before somebody threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody took it home. <clears throat> well, I hate watching these Thursday games, dude. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, that's probably what I'm going to do. How many cigarettes you smoked today? Not many. When are you going to give that up? Mm-hmm. I know I need to lose about 25 pounds.
This ore guy probably got a sack, don't he? I think he did. Somebody got a sack. I saw somebody get a sack, but I don't think it was ore. It was the cornerback. No, he's got one tackle, man. I know my guys ran the ball like six times for two yards against the worst rush defense in the NFL. There he is. That's a sack for Zachary Orr. No, he was on the side. He didn't get it. Four carries for nine yards against the NFL's worst rush defense. I hope Baltimore's smart enough to keep giving him the ball. I was debating to start Steve Smith this week, actually, and take Brandon Marshall out. That's what I was going to say. I'd start him from every week on here on out. I took Brandon Marshall out this week. So far, I've started J.J. Nelson instead. I still might make a change, but I don't, I'm not putting Brandon Marshall in until he shows me something. I was going to make that that's switch. Been, that's been the worst. That's been my worst scenario this year, man. Brandon Marshall bringing me down. I mean, is it too much to ask 15 points from a guy every week? No. Uh, he can't do it, man. It's a disappointment. That team's bad. They're terrible. Even though, but you look at the numbers, I mean, they, throw him the, they still throw the ball to him about ten times a game. Dude, he's had drops. Seven of them. I've watched, he's yeah, had his fair share of drops, but they do, they throw it to him, and they, it's in his area. I don't know if it's caught throwing On the ground. Him. Bouncing it over you. So he had eight, nine, ten, twelve, fifteen, six, eight, nine, eight targets. That's a number one. He should be getting fast fifteen points a week. But he's only done it one, two, three, three times. Yeah. It's unacceptable. Totally unacceptable, man. It's bringing I, me I, down. It's bringing me down. Might, I still might put him down and put in Willie Sneed. I got Sneed going this. I think against Denver. I could be wrong. But I don't think their other receivers are going to be as prolific this week. So I think Sneed will be getting a lot of those short balls. I, I think Sneed will get 9, 10, 11 catches. He could this week. Probably only get 60 yards. If that, yeah. I think he'll get a lot of catches. I got Snead in there. I got Brandon Marshall on the bench this week. I'm sick of that shit. I am too. As soon as you bench him, though, he's going to blow up. That's what I'm afraid of. Same thing that happened with Howard Jordan, or Jordan Howard. I got tired of his shit. He had two good weeks. Then he had two shit weeks. I benched him, and he put up a freaking 36 or some shit. Now I got him in the lineup, he'll probably get eight again. Who you got at running back? Zeke and Ty Montgomery. Mm. You ain't give up on Ty yet? No. Harks is back, him. man. 
I'll give him one more opportunity. James Starks practiced this week. I don't know if I can yeah, start yeah, him this week. Man. Yeah, but even when he was, like, the, when they was moving him around, dude, he got, got like 10 catches. Two weeks, yeah, two or three weeks Starks, in a row, dude. Yeah, but Starks will too. I mean, that's the kind of game he plays. I think Starks. I think he's a better pass blocker. Than I got Theo. I got Theo Reddick. He's back. I like Theo. I was going to play him last week, but I didn't want to put him in there. Coming off that ankle sprain, I left it alone. I like T.O. Reddick, man. There's your boy Steve Smith at a 70-yarder. He dropped it. Well, he didn't drop it. He had a little overthrow. Let me see. Who the fuck did they even play? I forgot. Theo. Really? Oh, no. Really? They're going to buy Really? I can't play that. Really what you can't do in fantasy football and be successful is try to pick who's going to have good weeks. you got to pretty much play the same setup every week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're going to have some guys with bad weeks, but you're not going to miss their good ones. It's the only way you can succeed, I think. There's Terrence West for a 20-yard run. Yes, sir. Keep giving him the pill, boys. Keep. Giving him I got, the leather. You know who uh baseball player? Uh Enrique Enrique Suarez. You know who that is? Yeah, Suarez yeah, Suarez, yeah. Play for the Reds. I'm using yeah. I'm using that team in that game. I got that guy batting like five sixty, dude. <laughs> He ain't that good, dude. I tell I you who's him. good. I got him at five sixty, dude. Joey Votto, I got like five hundred. Votto's the shit, dude. I hate the Reds, but Joey Votto, I got a lot of respect for him. He's he's good. Uh, they got a catcher that's probably that's always hurt in real life. But his name's Devin Mezzarocco. He's probably on your bench. But you need to get Mezzarocco in there because that guy's a monster, dude. But he's always hurt in real life. I think he is on the bench. I think the, the starting catcher in that game was uh, Barnhart or something. Yeah, 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 Barnhart. Something like that. Yeah, Tucker he's Barnhart. Very good. Yeah, he ain't very good in the game. That Devin Mezzarocco's good, man. He's the only reason he's on the bench because he he didn't he doesn't play. He's hurt. He played one full year. It's like his third year. His rookie year, he started playing in the middle of the season. He did, did really good. Then his second year, he got hurt and didn't play the whole year. And then last year, he didn't play. So I don't know what – but he's a, he's a monster, man. Defensively, he's okay. But offensively, he's a beast. Yeah, Votto's the shit. Who's your uh, Who's your center fielder? The damn skinny little guy that steals the bases. What's his name, man? His dad was good too. Hold on, I'll tell you who my lineup is. 
just you know, whoever you need to get him running them bases, stealing them bases, boy. Well, see, can't you can't do that in this game. Yeah. I can't. Like, you don't have total control of everything. I, like, when, when you play, and I don't even play defense anymore. I did, like, the first two times, but once they hit the ball, like, it, the computer takes over. You don't field it. They do all the fielding. Um, you can pitch. I got tired of that. I was kind of boring. So now I'll do is just hit. Um, let me see here. Fuck my line up. My center fielder. Peraza. Who? Peraza. Jose Peraza. Yeah, he's not that good, man. Yeah, catcher Barnhart. Put Mazzarocco in there. The Reds, the Reds position players are adequate enough to win. The problem is their pitching. That's where their problem lies. Their 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 defense and their players on offense, they're good enough to win. Their pitching is a problem. Like the Cardinals last year. Their pitching was good enough to win. Their offense was good enough to win, but they can't run bases and they can't play defense. They don't win. Yeah. Their downfall this year. Can't run the bases and can't play defense. Too many errors. You know, even when you don't make an error, okay, when you make an error, a lot of people don't think of this. When your team makes an error and the guy gets on first, okay, and you see he never does score. It still affects the game because the pitcher has to throw more pitches. The pitcher has to work harder. The other batter gets to see the pitcher again. And it's got a lot of it changes the batting, you know, the, the, who's coming up next inning. So a lot of shit goes on with a simple error. You don't have to score runs on it for it to have a, ma- a major effect, a negative effect. So they make errors. The pitcher's got 40 freaking pitches by the third inning every game because they've made two errors. And they can't run bases. They won't go a guy on first and they get a base hit, he goes to second. They won't go first to third. They won't score half the time on a double. A guy on first will never score on a double, which in real baseball, about 30% of the time it happens. Not with them, but one base at a time. You ain't going to win like that. <laughs> hey, they led the damn National League in home runs. Cardinals did. That don't do you no good when you can't run. You can't get on base. <laughs> but the Reds got good team, but they don't have pitching. And they're always in re- rebuild. They'll pay one guy, and then everybody else, after two or three years contract, they trade them, and they start again. Rebuild. They don't want to spend the money. Cheap, huh? Cheap as they come. The Reds, man. (laughs) 
And the thing is, I mean, I don't know the if you looked at all the teams in the National League, their their pay. The Reds might be eight or nine, but it don't tell the whole story because they pay one guy eighty percent of that. Like Joey Votto, he's got like the second highest contract in Major League Baseball, but they don't pay nobody else but league minimums. <laughs> Dodgers always pay the most. Mets. Cardinals are always in the middle of the pack. Never at the bottom, never at the top. They're always in the middle for pay. Dodgers are always at the top. Mets, Nationals, money spenders. I don't hear much about that pitcher they had anymore. The Nationals. What's that guy's name? Was the shit? I ain't heard much about it. Um, he had a good year. Strasburg, was that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember his first name. Strasburg. Right. He had a good year this year, though. No, really? I don't remember, man. I see him pitch all the time. I just can't remember his first name. But he had a good year this year. He's a good pitcher, man. There's did have, better. Didn't he have, like, surgery a couple of years ago? Thomas Jones surgery? Yeah, almost all. Yeah, almost all of them do, man. Very few of them don't. I don't know how he throw it like that but, so much, man. That's Well, think about back in the day, man, before they actually did Tommy John. Tommy John actually had that surgery. You'd have guys got their pitching. And, I mean, they back in the day, in the 70s, 60s, 50s, the starting pitcher pitched damn a whole game. They wasn't out of the bullshit. You know how we work the bullpens nowadays? Yeah. The starting pitcher pretty much pitched, unless he was really getting rocked, he'd still go six innings, seven innings. And the bullpens back in them days was just old starters that couldn't start no more and it sucked. So they'd be in the bullpen, right? That's the way it used to be. But those guys used to be pitching with that shit. With their arm messed up, there was no time on surgery. They just figured out ways to get people out, and they couldn't throw it like they used to. I mean, that's what it come down to. They was out there pitching with bad arms, but you paid them. You had them under contract for three or four years. So you're gonna have to keep them. Get out there and figure something out. <laughs> so a lot of guys pitched a lot of years with bad arms. A lot of these guys nowadays that's getting surgery, it's the same amount of people whose arms are bad that was in the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. You ever hear everybody talking about why are they, why is it like that now? It's the same amount. Those guys back then pitched through it. Nowadays they get the surgery, and they're better off for it. You ever heard of a guy named Bruce Suter? No. He came up with the Cubs in the early eight, well, late seventies. Un, unhittable. He's a. They bring him in a closer in the ninth inning. Actually, back then the closer would pitch three innings. Nowadays, you know, they bring in the closer one inning, ninth inning only. Back in the late seventies and early eighties, when they started using closers, they'd go three innings some most of the time. The closer would be seven, eight, nine inning guy. So Bruce Suter was with the Cubs, and he unhittable. He had, he. 
threw a split-fingered fastball, which before him, everybody called it a forkball. But his was absolutely unhittable. But he could only throw the ball, his fastball, 85 miles an hour. In the offseason, that year, his first year, well, his first year he pitched a little bit, wasn't that great. Then the season ended. He hurt his arm, but he didn't want to tell them because they knew they'd cut him. So he figured out how to throw that split-fingered fastball. He taught himself at home. Then they went to spring training, and he was lighting people up with it. They couldn't hit him. Okay? So he was lighting people up for three or four years for the Cubs, and they traded him to the Cardinals. Lit it up, dude. He'd come in seventh inning, game over. He's in the Hall of Fame. But that motherfucker pitched with a bad arm his whole career. He just <laughs> threw a different pitch. He was the shit, dude. It actually, he pitched for the Cubs for about three years. Then he pitched for the Cardinals for like ten. Unhittable. They'd bring him in the seventh inning, man. It was a three inning for him. And then he was getting old, and the Braves signed him. Braves sucked back then, you know. I think the first year he was with the Braves, he, he blew his arm out again. Well, it's already been blowed out, but it got worse. So he retired. But he's in the Hall of Fame, man. But that's the way they used to do it. They'd pitch through that shit. Same amount of people hurt their arms back then as they do now. Strasburg's good, though. He, he's better than he was. He used to throw harder, but he's got more control. He's a better pitcher now. Did you see that? Felix oh, Steven Strasburg is yeah, Steve, yeah. Did you see that one dude, man, that got killed for the Marlins, their pitcher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy was a beast, dude. He's as good as you'll ever see pitch. Really? Oh yeah, he was on. He was he was good, man. If he'd played for anybody other than the Marlins, I mean everybody. I mean he, he he's he's a shit, dude. And that wasn't hype and build up. A lot of times a guy like something like that'll happen. You know they hype him up a little more than he really was. No, not with him, dude. He was probably the second, first, second best pitcher in baseball. Hmm. A big loss, man. He he was good. What was his name? Fernandez? Yeah. No, uh Felix uh Hernandez. Oh, Hernandez, yeah. Oh, what was it, man? I can't even remember. That's a shame too. Dude, I'm getting old. I can't remember people's names and shit no more. I know I used to hate it when the Cardinals faced that guy, man. Jose Fernandez. Mm. He's unhittable, man. And he was cocky. He wasn't cocky. He was kind of like, he'd strike you out and he'd point his finger at you and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he, he was like a, but players didn't get pissed because he would do that shit. But when you lit him up, he'd be the first one to say, go ahead. do, do. You know how they get pissed when somebody's a home run and the guy runs around the base yeah. real slow? He wasn't like that. He'd be like, you do whatever you want, man. You earn the right against me. You just hit me. But when I get you out, I got the same right to show you up. That's the way he played. So there wasn't none of that shit where he'd get pissed when they'd flip the bat or look at him and shit. But he'd, he'd point his finger at him. Cardinals used to have a guy do in the 80s. He, when he'd strike him out, he'd put his gut finger up like a gun and then blow on the fucking finger. <laughs> Joaquin Andujar. 
Yeah, he was a shit, man. That was funny. He'd strike him out. Because, you know, he'd be in the form, like, after the pitch, his body's already out there with his arm out. Yeah. And then he'd just blow his finger, man, like, point a gun. <laughs> was shit, dude. You watched all that baseball this year, didn't you? Um, I think I missed a couple games there, but I watched the the championship games through the World Series. Yeah, I watched most of them. Normally, I don't. I don't like watching. The, recently, the Cardinals have usually been in the playoffs. I think it's the first time in like six, seven years they haven't made the playoffs in a row. So when they get beat in the playoffs, I usually don't care to watch the other shit. But since this year they didn't make it, I was kind of I kind of enjoyed watching it. I haven't enjoyed watching the playoffs since they won the World Series. And that's a lot of stress on you, dude. Dude, what's your team? You've been grown. To, I grew up Cardinals fan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I listen to the radio, the games on the radio every night, man. In my bed, I was a big Cardinals fan. So when they're in the playoffs in the World Series, man, it's a long season. The playoffs are long. It's a lot of freaking stress. You can't enjoy it. So this year I kind of enjoyed it for the first time in a long time watching the playoffs. Too much stress, man. And the announcers make every play so stressful. It can be game one in the second inning, and they're getting all jacked up, you know? And it makes you, if it's your team, it makes you even more stressed. I, actually, the last couple of years, I I just turned the volume down. I don't even listen to them fucks. This year I listen, but when my team's playing, Cardinals, I got to turn volume down. I can't listen to that shit. I mean, if you'd listen to them this year, the Cubs were flat out beat, right? Yeah. They exaggerate everything, man. Here's your boy, Justin Tucker. Yeah. They did a piece on him today. He's an opera singer. Do you know that? I did, yeah. Yeah. Did you? They had him yeah. singing today, man. The there phone, was man. they last year. They did uh, ESPN did a piece on him. Yeah, I didn't know that, man. I wish it had been like a fifty-four yarder he kicked. Yeah, I don't get greedy now. That's, he usually does. I was good, man. I ain't, I ain't doubting that. He's been good for a long, for quite a while. I don't think he's missed missed a field goal this year. Has he? I don't think so either. I don't think so. Let me look, man. I don't think he has. I know he's hit some long ones this year. That commercial's funny. That guy in ties his boat and kicks it out in the water. Yeah. <laughs> he still yeah. Like football. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to take the family out. <laughs> no, he ain't missed a field goal yet or an extra point this year. 
The lowest points. He had a five-pointer and a nine-pointer. Everything else was double digits. I know. Now, last year, I had that guy from Atlanta, man, Bryant. Yeah. The first eight weeks, he was like that, man. Unbelievable kicking ass for me. And then I think, like, the last four weeks, he couldn't hit a damn field goal. I cut him after about four weeks of that shit, and then he came back around. I think somebody else picked him up by then, but, yeah, he went into a slump. What are y'all going to do with the Vikings, man? Are they going to get a new kicker, or they haven't? I just think known it. I haven't seen if they did. Man, they're in bad shape, dude. They're, they can't run the ball, and I you know. can't kick. You're in trouble. I know. Wow, you seen that? You reading that on the TV? Yeah, yeah. That's interesting, man. Not even when they were zero and zero, they must won their first game, huh? <laughs> well, in two weeks from now, they'll be breaking that damn streak. Yeah. <laughs> well, they'll break it this week because it'll be five hundred, and then they'll be below it in two weeks. I don't see him winning the game, do you? Maybe one. They'll get lucky and win one. Probably beat Pittsburgh, and when Pittsburgh needs to win, go to the playoffs. Yeah. That's the way Pittsburgh I operates. I think they play Pittsburgh next week. They'll probably beat them. There he is. That there big old speaker in there. <laughs> That's the shit, dude. How'd you like to get that wrapped around your damn yeah. head? Take a shot with that speaker on there. Get a short circuit in there from sweat and get lit up. Yeah, or when you get hit, you you know how the helmet gets turned sometimes? Yeah. You'll be looking out the, out the damn ear hole. The damn... Speaker will be in your mouth. <laughs> this Cody Kessler ain't too bad, dude. Considering they're on a shitty, he's on a shitty team. Have you watched him play much? No, I haven't. I've seen him a couple games on and off. He's a good player, man. They just don't have a good running game, and they don't have a good offensive line. And they only have one or two good receivers. This prior's the shit. Yeah. He reminds me of Anquan Bolden, man. Who he reminds me of. He's a free agent after this year, too. Could be. Prior? Yeah. Uh, he'll get paid. Somebody's going to pay him, man. He's, he's yeah. good. Uh, this Kessler guy is a pretty good quarterback, man. I mean, I, I do, have you ever knew and even heard of him? Where does he play? College. Cody, I don't know where he played college ball at. I don't ever heard of him, and so then when you hear the name, uh, you think, oh, whatever, might, but he actually looks pretty good. Have they made 
I thought I saw something in the airport this morning. Is is Tony Romo starting Sunday? No. Or they still ain't made their decision. They said it's a game by game decision. Right now he's not starting. He practiced today. No, he practiced Wednesday or whatever, Thursday. All right, I'm going to let you go. you got to work from the house tomorrow, right? Yeah. Take that GoPro and go down there and catch some fish. We need a video <laughs> uploaded. Josh still has what he needs to upload. He ain't never going to cut that shit and do it. Did you see GoPro's bottom fell out of their stocks, dude? I was reading about it. I didn't look at the stock price, but I was reading about it. They had a big recall on their drones. Yeah, before that, the bottom dropped out. Before that, their sales have went down like 400% or some shit last year. Because mm. they got the same camera I got. They're selling it for $700. People are buying them for forty nine ninety nine. According to that thing I was reading, most some most of these $50 cameras, the exact same manufacturer, the same camera, they ship them to GoPro, and then they ship the other ones to other people. They put their software on them. Like the logo at boot up and shit. But there just ain't enough. To me personally, I wondered why it was selling so well anyway because exactly what's your problem with the, what's your problem with it? Why 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 do you have issues with? Well, I know I what it is. With... Yeah, I know what it is. There's and it's everybody's batter, yeah. Battery and people don't want to cut and edit that shit and sit down and upload yeah. it. Yeah. They need to make one. You record it. You can quickly scan it on the can on the device, cut shit out, and then send it right then and upload that shit. People don't want to dick with computers and cutting and editing no more. Yeah. They never did want to dick with that. That's like when I made those cartoons, dude. That's the hardest. You got to cut it. Then you got to compile it, code it, upload it. It's a lot of freaking pain in the ass. It does take a while. Yeah, that cameras. That's why I was always wondering, why. what are they using? Because I thought they had special software. Like, why Why are they use? Why, why is people doing it? But now reality's setting in. People don't sit yeah. there and fucking with that. Josh will never upload that shit, dude. I guarantee you that video he took will never get done. I gave him a tutorial on how to use that GoPro software. He's already forgot by the time he does it. Get us some fish, or else I'm going to have to break your heart. I'm going to have to put a camera on my TV and record me catching video fish, <laughs> video game fish. <laughs> so if you don't start uploading, I'm going to have to start uploading video game fishing. <laughs> All right, man. See you. All right.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.